0: Welcome back to another episode of Young and Loud Sports Talk, where we talk about sports, prove which team is better, and hope and pray that Nick Saban retires soon. Welcome back to another episode. Um, I'm your host, Liam, and today I have one of my friends, Jax Holman on. Um, Jax, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, um, I'm from Memphis, and my dad played with Ole Miss, and... I really like that team because I really know them, and I know a few players really well, and I know the coach. My dad has um, told me about all of this stuff about Ole Miss and What sport did he play? Baseball. hmm And he was a pitcher, and he... Wasn't was, he the ace, too? Yes. He threw about, like, 94, 95. Wow. And this season, Ole Miss has been... They came out pretty hot. He was, They were number one. And then they just had like a big slump in the middle of the season. Now they're coming up that slump and maybe winning the College World Series. Maybe. So today we wanted to talk about, because this podcast probably won't get um, published until the first couple of games have been played, but we wanted to talk about the College World Series put some predictions in, talk about our teams, and see how far they would go. So first, we'll talk about my team, Arkansas. Um, Most of the time, we'll um on Saturday, which is tomorrow when we recorded this, so Saturday, I really think it'll be Connor Nolan that gets a start. Most of the time, he's our first game starter. But most of the time, our Saturday starter is Hagan Smith. He's one of the freshmen... Um, and he's been really good a lot lately. Most of the time on the road, he hasn't been great in the regular season. I But at OSU, he struck out our favorite player, Rock Riggio. <laughs> um, yeah, there's already a ton of memes about the guy. And anyway, Hagen Smith, I don't know if he'll get the start. I think it might be Connor Noland or Hagen Smith. Jackson Wiggins hasn't been getting a lot of starts lately. Because the furthest he went last time he started, he went two innings. And that's not what you want out of your starter because it made us go deep into our bullpen. And it made it so a lot of our relievers had to be used. So we didn't have a lot of bullpen depth for our next game. I think everybody that we've seen in our starting lineup most of the time will get the start. I think Robert Moore might get moved down a little bit. He hasn't been hitting so well lately. His batting average is around 230 which is not good. He still is one of the best defense he's one of the best defensive players in the country, but hitting he's not that great as last year. So, what about the Rebs? So, honestly, a few people have been doing really good. Tim Elko has been on fire lately. He's hitting been balls. hitting really good. Our few other hitters have been doing really good and our pitching has been Pretty good, too. We've been throwing strikes, just getting a lot of people out, and it's been really good. So, yeah. So, wait, who did y'all play in the Super Regional? Y'all played, um, Southern Miss. Yeah, Yeah, Southern Miss. Honestly, I don't think they should have hosted a regional. They're not that good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know they did really well this season, but really they're not good enough to host a Super Regional. Yeah. And also, one of the things that happened... In the Super Regionals, Eastern Carolina was about to have their first appearance in Omaha and Texas took it away from them. So, sorry ECU, not really, because I don't really care about ECU. But I don't care about Texas either. I was actually cheering for ECU in that series because I hate Texas because I'm an Arkansas fan. So, um, we're going to have an ad real quick and then we'll be right back. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small business in Northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end of your cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, call the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875. That's 479 372 one eight seven five, or find them on the web at Equity Business Solutions That's Equity Business Solutions adding value beyond the numbers. Thanks to Equity Business Solutions for sponsoring this podcast. Right back to it, we're going to do predictions now on how well some teams will do. So I made myself an entire bracket. Um, I'll do mine first. In the upper bracket, there's Texas, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. Texas and Texas A&M should win. I love the Cinderella story that Notre Dame's pulling together, but they're not that good of a baseball team. Yes, they beat number one, Tennessee, but I think Texas is just a different team than Tennessee, and they'll have just a different outcome overall. So I think Texas should beat Notre Dame pretty handily. And then Texas A&M should be Oklahoma. That game is actually right about to start. It starts at 1 and it's 11:50 right now. So I'll be watching that after we're done with this. So Texas A&M Oklahoma, I'm cheering for Oklahoma because one of my dad's friends has a son on Oklahoma. He's a freshman reliever. Shout out to Jet. Um I hope you guys do well. And then but I think Texas A&M they've been on fire lately coming out of the SEC tournament. So I think they should beat Oklahoma. And then in the preliminary bracket would put Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Oklahoma should beat Notre Dame pretty yeah. easily. Notre Dame is a really talented squad this year. Not Notre Dame. I mean, Oklahoma's a pretty talent- talented squad. So I think Notre Dame will be the first team out of the College World Series. I really like the Cinderella story they be- put together, and I'm really glad they beat freaking Tony Vitello. He actually used to coach... He used to be the hitting coach for the Razorbacks, and that's the only time I liked him. Now a lot of people hate him because he, he just created a bad atmosphere in Tennessee. So anyways, so if Oklahoma beats Notre Dame, it'll put Oklahoma in the second elementary round. And if Texas and Texas A&M won in the first round, it would put them against each other. Texas A&M is such a good team, but so is Texas. Texas, I don't know if they have, I don't know if they just have the pitching yeah. the pitching depth that Texas A&M has. Because Texas A&M can score some runs, but they have a really good pitching staff. And that's why they've got so far into this um, run to Omaha. So I think Texas A&M will beat Texas, which would put Texas and Oklahoma playing in the second preliminary round. I'm pulling for an upset. I'm saying Oklahoma's going to beat Texas um, because, well, Texas would be coming right off a loss. Notre Dame, or, no, sorry, Oklahoma would be coming off a win. So I say Oklahoma wins the second preliminary round, but sorry, Sooners, Texas A&M should probably be Oklahoma in the final round before the finals. So that would put Texas A&M in the College World Series finals. Then I'll do my lower bracket, which is Stanford, Arkansas, Auburn, and Ole Miss. Stanford is a great team, but Arkansas has enough to beat them. So I'm saying Arkansas has enough pitching. They have really good hitting. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, so Stanford, like, they just have a lot of firepower in their hitting. They have a good pitching staff, but Arkansas has a lot of depth in the bullpen. Yeah. So I think Arkansas will beat them tomorrow. Auburn Ole Miss, sorry Jax, but Auburn might probably win. Maybe. But I yeah. honestly want to go with Ole Miss because, um, in the, um, like a while ago. A regular um, season? Yeah. Ole Miss beat them like 33 to 27, about. <laughs> Ole Miss beat them, and I went to that game. <laughs> and their hitting that game was really good. Yeah. Auburn had some good hits, too. And our pitching did really good. Yeah. We had a guy throwing, like, 90, 90s and up consistent. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, and that's another reason why I won't don't want to face Tennessee. I don't want the them yes. to throw their guy that throws 100-plus miles per hour, which I think Arkansas can still hit, but, I mean. You just have to make contact to the ball. Yeah. Hard in, hard out. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So, anyway, in the Eliminate, in the Elim rounds, Stanford will miss. Sorry again, but I think Stanford will win. But then, after that, so it'll be Arkansas Auburn in the winning round. Arkansas should be Auburn. I don't think we played them in the regular season. If we did, we probably beat them by a lot, which would be why I didn't remember that. So, it would put Auburn and Stanford. Stanford. Should be like after losing to Arkansas, if they lose to Arkansas, they should be like, we should be beating these teams. So they be, so I say they beat Auburn and they go up against Arkansas in one of the final rounds. I say they beat them the first time, which forces a game seven, a game seven. Um, but I think Arkansas will beat them then, which puts Texas A and M and Arkansas in the College Road series finals. I say game one, Arkansas wins, 4-2. Game two, Texas A&M wins, 7-5. Game three, Arkansas wins, 4-3. So Arkansas should be, well, is my national championship. Jax? Um, I don't know. The, really, Arkansas or Stanford? Arkansas probably should win that. Stanford's yeah. not really that good of a team they have good pitching good hitting but not enough to beat Arkansas they play in the Pac-12 too they don't have a lot of competition yeah and Ole Miss versus Auburn Auburn has a good pitching they have some good hitting but I think Ole Miss overtakes that they have some really good pitching they have really good hitting their hitting's really hot right now so I think Ole Miss may take it but it may come down to Ole Miss and Arkansas. That's mm-hmm. what I am saying. But in Oklahoma and Texas, I think Oklahoma will beat Texas in the one of the final rounds. And Texas A&M versus Oklahoma, I think Texas A&M will probably win that. So Notre Dame and Texas, it's probably Texas. They're a good hitting team, some good pitches, and it's hard to beat that. And all of these teams are going in with Notre Dame beating the number one team. That's which, Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're going to be like, we got to like play they're this. Psyched. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're psyched. They're, yeah, like Texas going to play them like this is their like championship or something. Because mm-hmm. like, Notre Dame, they did really good against Tennessee. Also, I take back saying there's no competition in the Pac-12. Um, as I said that, I remember that Oregon State and UCLA are in it. But at the same time, that leaves just three good teams in the Pac-12, and then the rest of them are pretty mediocre, not going to lie. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we'll talk about some games. So the first game that's about to happen is, let me look, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. We talked about this just a minute ago. Texas A&M just has more firepower then Oklahoma, and they're coming in hot. Um, they've just been on a roll since the SEC tournament. Um, they nearly won, or did they? Yeah, they won Yeah, the SEC tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they won the SEC tournament, and really, in the regular season, Texas A&M was more of a mediocre team, and then they turned it up the last couple of weeks. Going into the SEC tournament, they won. And so I think Texas A&M... Will be Oklahoma. I don't yeah. think it'll be close. Really, I think they should win like seven to two, maybe. Yeah. After Oklahoma lost to Arkansas, like, I mean, Oklahoma, they just like. They after just that, that, like, goal. like I remember it was like something in the eighth inning. There was bases loaded. Then Rocco Reggio, he struck out, which made. It's on OSU. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. That was just like. Yeah, it's fun. It could have done something if he were have, to, like, got yeah, a base hit. Like, it would have changed the game, Mike, yeah. for sure. It was a close game. Yeah. Too. It was like 5 3, right? Yeah, it was. If Rock Riggio got a base hit in the Stillwater Regional when the bases were loaded, it probably would have scored maybe two, maybe one. Yeah, and I but think they still would have been closer then. Yeah, they would have probably won the Regional yeah. if Rock Riggio got a base hit. Yeah, but hagen Smith was the guy that struck him out. Yeah. He's probably one of the. Best, he's one of the best freshman pitchers in the regional. He wasn't great on the regular season, he wasn't, wasn't he like good? reliefing that game though? Yeah, he was yeah. reliever, he's most of the time just a starter. I think they just wanted Hagen to come in because I'm pretty sure they just wanted to save some arms just mm-hmm. in case they went to the um, World Series. Yeah, no, or, or well, I mean, Chapel Hill, yeah, yeah. just in case, and then Omaha, yeah. So, I think, yeah. But I mean, like like you were saying, the Stillwater Regional. I want to point this out. It was the highest scoring regional. Really? Yeah, it was. Cause there was one game. It was um Missouri State versus OSU, and OSU won twenty nine to fifteen. I'm pretty sure. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was twenty nine to fifteen. And there was also a game where Ark that Arkansas won. They won twenty to twelve. Which, so, and like, Arkansas, a lot of times it was just a high scoring game. There was once where it was like, OSU won like 24 to 10 against Arkansas. No, it was 24 to 12 against Arkansas. But anyway, the Stillwater Regional was the highest scoring, most offensive tournament. There was like, and like, there were also a lot of errors in the Stillwater Regional. I'm pretty sure there were like, I'm pretty sure the average errors per game was like two and a half. So a lot of teams made errors and gave the other team a lot of runs, which means Arkansas, like, I listened to a podcast about this. I listened to the Hog Pod. So one of the commentators for Arkansas, Phil Elson, he talked with Arkansas's head coach Dave Van Horn, and he said, you guys went from one of the highest score- the highest scoring regional in NCAA history, and you guys were in it, and you guys won it. And then you went to Chapel Hill and was in one of the most defensive tournaments, one of the most low-scoring Super Regionals, and he was like, what does that say about your team? And Dave Van Horn was like, well, it means we can beat you in any way. (laughs) He, He just said that, and he just stopped talking. It was pretty funny, but it was... He was right. Yeah, now baseball games, like, there's, like, it's easily, like, always, there's so much good players now. It's always, like, in double digits. Everybody's, Mm -hmm. like, hitting. There's really good pitching. Like, there's really good fielders. It's just been getting, like, baseball has been getting really exciting lately.
1: Yeah, these days it's
0: either it's a shootout or it's a pitching battle that's, like, a close game. Yeah. To, like, the 8th inning. Um, so, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Um, shout out to the Warriors for winning the NBA last night. Yeah. Um, I was cheering for the Celtics not all. Oh. But, yeah, so thanks for listening, and I'm sorry that I haven't posted in, like, a month. Um, I'll try and send a new podcast soon. Thank you. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small business in northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end of your cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, call the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875. That's 479-372-1875. Or find them on the web at Solutions equitybusinesssolutionsllc.com. That's Equity Business Solutions, adding value beyond the numbers.